Your Money Replay from Money FM 89.3. Money and Me on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. He's Terence Tan, Head of Education and Business Development at IG Asia. And today we're going to figure out how we know when we're successful when it comes to trading. You started with your demo account and you want to graduate, but what are the markers you need to look out for that, you know, give you some confidence so that you know you're moving in the right direction? We're going to find out what you can use to track your success. We're also going to look at trading psychology. I'm going to find out what kind of trader Terence is. Are you going to share, Terence, what kind of trader you are? Yes. <laughs> He's and a qualified chartered market technician since 2014, has 14-years uh, experience in the financial industry, which he's been in since 2006, and he conducts a range of seminars across topics like technical analysis and trading systems. And now he brings us a very important message. All right. Hi, uh, good morning, uh, everyone. My name is Terence from IG Asia. Today, I'm going to share with you some different things regarding short-term trading. But before we go on that, I just want to read out this disclaimer, which is quite boring. But, um, but you have to. Yes. So, listeners should note that my views, comments, opinions that I'll be sharing and or had earlier shared are meant to be general in nature for educational and informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as financial advice to trade or to make an investment of which I am not licensed to provide and they do not in any way constitute any form of investment advice or any offer or solicitation to trade or invest in any investments product or financial instruments. Alright, so the views, opinions or comments that I'll be sharing are solely my own and do not in any way reflect the views, opinions and or endorsements of IG Asia. So listeners of this program should take into account and consider your own investments objectives, financial situations and particular needs before making any commitments to trade or invest in any investments product. So please separately seek the services of any independent financial advisors, of which I am not, before making any decisions to trade, buy, sell, hold any investments product or if you require advice and you should know that there's risk involved in trading and investing and all forms of investments do carry risks, alright? So trading CFDs might not be suitable for everyone and can result in losses that exceeds deposits. So listeners, please ensure that you fully understand the risks and costs involved. Okay, thank you very much for that important message. Terence will not be reading anything else from this point on. Alright, so yes, <laughs> interesting from now. Alright, Terence, so how will I know if I have been successful in trading? When you first came, you got us to chart, look at price charts and then track them and draw sort of graphs trend lines, then you taught us three other trading strategies to use to be able to figure out when the market breaks, so to speak. Today, we're talking about measuring our success and of course, techniques on being successful that traders actually use. So how will I know if I'm successful in trading? All right. I think the main measure right, of success in, in trading is very practical. It's literally looking at your profit and loss, right? So your P&L actually tells you how successful or not successful you are. So that's actually why everyone is actually getting into trading, right? So if you're actually trading on the demo account first, right, look at the uh, P&L on your demo account. If let's say if you are still making losses, then uh, what went wrong? I think uh, what I want you to you guys to know is 
take it as a, as a learning process, understand what went wrong. Are you able to identify and uh, rectify those uh, mistakes? If let's say if you are seeing profits, that's good on you. So where you can actually move on from that point in time is you want to actually start off with a small live account and see whether you can replicate those profits. So that's how you actually move on. But I want you guys to really grow as a person, grow as a trader. Because you say, yes, it's quite obvious that I look at my profit or loss to see if I'm successful. But you say you also want us to look at how we are pulled by greed and fear. Exactly, exactly. So the reason why I want you guys to actually shift uh, and move on from a demo account to a live account, right, is that when you move on to a live account, your your greed and fear actually comes on quite strongly. And if let's say, okay... It's different. I, it's different. Losing on a demo account is not like losing in a real account. Different, yeah. So different. if let's say if you make some losses on your demo account, right, yeah. you might have the mindset of like, okay, so That's be fine. it. It's yeah. a learning lesson. But you actually, it's a whole different kind of learning when you actually trade with a little bit of money. Exactly, money. exactly. So even when you when you trade with a small live account, right, even a small loss here and there, it kind of hits you and you'll be questioning yourself, okay, hmm, what really went wrong? Yeah. Okay, so what does greed usually lead people to do? Alright, so greed usually happens when, okay, let's say, just imagine, right, you have a string of winnings. So you're making a good trade after a good trade after a good trade. Now you feel that you're actually on top of the world. You are feeling overconfident and you might start to imagining yourself living in a large lander mansion, traveling around the world. That's when we start to get complacent, right? So what are the success factors that made you success in the first place? Are you following strictly to a set of uh, trading strategy, a set of trading rules? And as you get complacent, are you saying that, okay, maybe for this market condition, I might make an exception to my trading strategy because I feel that I'm actually better than what I was a month ago. And because you actually make that exception, right? Maybe the losses will start to creep in actually. What are those trading rules again? So the past two sessions, we talked about trend lines, right? So we are actually looking at how to actually participate a trend when it's actually starting up. So the very first rule, we were actually looking at drawing your trend lines. If it breaks, it might signal the start of a new trend. So that's one of the techniques. The other two techniques, we talked about using moving averages and your MACD indicators. Okay, so don't forget those basics. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> Which you tend to forget when you're successful and complacent. Exactly. So I'd like to bring on another analogy again, right? So, you know, when you first started out in your day job as your main career, right? As you're getting worked into your main role, you'll find that there's a lot of things that you watch out for. Like you actually tend to pay more attention to certain tasks here and there. Yep. And because of the details that you pay attention to, that actually get you success in your career, right? So as you get deeper into your career, sometimes we tend to make some very simple adjustments to our routine, which might be detrimental. And then you might actually see that, eh? The factors that cause you to be successful in your career might not be happening as you become more complacent. Mm. So that can actually also happen in trading. Okay, so we covered greed. The flip side of that is fear. Fear can hold you back as a trader, right? Mm-hmm. So fear is something that actually really makes us counterproductive. I think a very good example of fear right now is the Wuhan virus. Mm. So everyone is actually getting fearful, right? So you the don't thing want is, to go out, don't exactly. want to do anything. So you don't want to go out, you don't want to like do your usual tasks. You might even cut back on your Chinese New Year visits and stuff, right? But the thing is this, 
I want everyone to actually be rational about things, right? So fear is something that's actually good to have. It allows you to be wary of what are the factors that might actually come on that could cause negative effects, right? So in trading, now, one scenario of fear is that, for example, you have made a small profit, right? And then you look at the market and you feel that, okay, maybe the market might go against me from that point in time. And then you realize that small profits, you take that small profits away mm. and then you pocket it. You are telling yourself that, okay, now I've pocketed that small profits, you feel good about yourself. And then after that, you continue to see the markets moving in the correct direction. So if you had not taken that small profit, that small profit could have been a much, much larger profit. So sometimes that fear actually causes us to take profit much earlier than what your trading strategy uh, is telling you. And then you miss out on significant gains. Exactly, exactly. And I actually have a real world example of that. I was recently at Stashaway and their robo-advisor and they shared with me their Investors 2020 report. They looked at over 92,000 local users trade, uh, you know, aged between 18 and 88 investing. And there was a market fall, as you know, Terence, uh, last year, December, of about 19.8%. Yes. And what it found was that um, the younger investors were three times more likely to withdraw when the market fell, 60% more likely to stop their investments versus the older investors who kept investing regularly. Actually, didn't stop some, actually put more money in. And uh, because they were systematic and maintaining their regular investments, they benefited when the price recovered. Mm-hmm. True, true. So pretty much uh, that, that is um, experience coming into play. Mm. So it's pretty much trying to see what actually went wrong and then let your experience, uh, let your experience build up and then you actually improve over time as a trader. The thing is, how do you know when it's a smart thing to do to hold to a long position and when being a long-term investor is just, you know, not a smart idea? I was waiting for you to ask that question actually. So... <laughs> So pretty much, right, the entry criteria that we use to gauge whether is the market is going into a new trend or not, right? So let's say, for example, if the market is coming down, you're waiting for the new trend to come up and the new trend would be an uptrend, right? Mm. So you go into the new uptrend and as the market is climbing, if let's say if the market did not signal the end of the uptrend and the start of the downtrend, you do not need to get out. That means still follow the same three trading strategies that actually got you in, those same strategy reverse should tell you roughly when you should be getting out of the markets. Wow. So that's more like a, like in summary, of course, in practicality, um, there might be some different things that you might be doing, but that's the gist of it. That's great. And that's a reminder of why you need to download episode one and two. Exactly. Of this show so that you remind yourself what the trading rules are along the way because they're going to help you know when to get in and then figure out when to get out. Exactly. So if let's say uh, for listeners who are actually tuning in right now, right? Mm. So if you have not tuned in for our past two weeks, you can actually find the podcast on Money FM's website. Yes, and we're on Spotify too, did you know? Oh, I didn't know. Yes. Okay, so we talked a little bit about the measures of success. That's what the show is all about, right? Mm-hmm. When to figure out, okay, I'm successful, maybe I can graduate from my demo account. And you said, look at your P&L, you know, try and see how you deal with greed and fear. Some people say, okay, when it comes to P&L, what should I be looking for? How much should I be making? I don't really want to come up with an exact number like uh, per annum, you should be making X amount of percentage, that kind, right? It's very personal. It's very personal. It's like, I would actually say that everyone has got their own trading persona. Let's say, for example, like this guy, he tends to react to things much faster. Um, he's more like an intraday trader. He likes to look at the markets like almost 24-7, that kind, like keep looking at his handphone. So he's more like an intraday trader. So versus this guy, right? This guy versus someone else who don't really want to look at the markets but still want to make money. 
So in that case, uh, he's more like a long-term investor. So I would want to see that um, depending on your trading persona, and of course your discipline and, and everything, that actually determines how much you could be looking at making. Of course, that is also not guaranteed, but it's pretty much find out what your trading persona is. What is the difference between an intraday trader and investor <laughs> trader persona? All right. So in the trading persona, right, just to explain a bit more, there are actually three main categories. So the very first category is what you call the intraday trader. That means uh, it's actually a trader that looks at getting in and out of the markets within the same day try to not to hold it overnight. He's actually looking at shorter term trends or even just some fluctuations in the markets here and there. The second type of trader is what we call the position traders. So what is a position trader? He takes on a position, which is a trade, and he holds it for a few days or even a week or two. So what he's actually trying, trying to do, he's usually the trend trader. He looks for a new trend in the markets like what we have discussed over the past two weeks. He, he holds that for the lifetime of that trend. When that trend expires, he gets out of it and then he looks at his uh, P&L. It That's could me. be a profit, it That's could be a loss. Me. I think. Exactly. I like, that. I like the way that sounds. And then the investor trader? The investor trader is somewhat like the position trader except he holds that position across months or even years. So he's actually looking at the longer term trend. He gets into the markets in and out like just sporadically here and there. So naturally, you might, you, you'll be expecting that uh, he, he could be making lesser profits as opposed to the position trader. Okay, so you're a professional. Mm. Basically, what you're saying is you can be successful if in any of these, if your persona mm. fits any of these, right? Mm, if exactly. you're an intraday trader, you can be very successful. Steady position trader. I like that because sometimes people come on and they say, you know, I have never sold a stock mm. that I have bought. And people think, do I have to do that? I don't want to do that. You have to have like nerves of steel and possibly a lot of money in the bank as well uh, to weather the losses. So you can be an intraday trader and be successful. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. So don't go with the uh, stereotypes. Like So as, so as uh, per your example, right? If someone says, I, I, I never sell anything, just, just keep on holding on to it. That's the secret of success. It works for him. It might not work for you because you might have sleepless nights, right? As you're holding on to that thing. And, and you might be holding on to something toxic, whereas he's holding on to a jam, right? Yeah. So we might be holding on to different things. So that what works for him doesn't work for you. So you have to really find your own thing. Wow. Yeah. I like that. It gives, it gives people permission to bring their personality to, exactly, to exactly. investing. Okay, so for the three different types of traders that we've talked about, what's key to their success, Terence? It still goes back to discipline. It still goes back to having a, like a trading strategy, a trading rules, come up with your own trading rules and trade within those trading rules and have the discipline to follow on to a T. Even when you're wildly successful or even if you are not successful and then you make some changes here and there. So keep but your much, trend lines. Keep Just your trend adjust lines. the timeline. Mm. Right? That's so keep to the trend lines, keep to the trading strategies, come up with a trading plan. Yeah. It's the same thing as, for example, if let's say if someone is actually trying to uh, slim down with exercise, right? So he comes up with an exercise plan, comes up with a diet plan. If he keeps to it, you might have those 12 weeks plan that actually works for a lot of people, right? But what makes people fail in those plans is when they start to deviate from the plan, right? They will actually say, that, oh, maybe let's have that chak with you right now just, just a, one time. a little cheap day here yeah, exactly. and then, then one day becomes three which becomes five exactly so you've got to be disciplined exactly and just keep to these basic rules and is that really what traders do try it yes 
it also all just boils down to discipline and that's it. Wow. Okay, so, I mean, to be honest, Terence, I've done this show, you know, helping people with financial literacy. And when we go on the road and we talk to people, people want to be able to quit their day jobs and just live off their, their trading mm-hmm. every day. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what do you say to people who are aspiring to do that? That's a good goal to hit. The main thing is, I don't want anyone to get unrealistic about this goal. This will take years. So, if let's say if that's your goal, Step one is actually to get started. So with these three shows, you roughly know where you can get started. Step two is literally trying to get better at this game. So in any disciplines in life, right, there's this rule of 10,000 hours. All right, if let's say, if you keep on doing something for 10,000 hours, you will be an expert in that discipline. All right, so if you, if you, if you take 10,000 hours, you roughly calculate how much time that is, that would equate to about a few years worth of efforts. All right, so you need that time to get mm. be, uh, to get good at, at this game. Along the way, still still continue with your day job and stuff until when your income from trading actually becomes uh, good enough that you can gauge for yourself when is it time to actually throttle back and start to make this transaction. Did it take you ten thousand hours? Um, more than that, actually. Yeah, so so it's a very long time. I've been around for more than uh, fifteen years. I think now it's about fifteen years. Did you not say that you worked in the air control tower? Yeah, that was back in 06. With planes, right? Mm. Yeah. Oh, and, and then and then you, you did the job switch. Yes. So were you trading before that? I mean, I'm just getting personal. We'll no. Find out more about your story. So before that, um, I was I was only just getting started in, in trading and investing, more of investing. So um, that would be very similar to a lot of uh, investors that might be just graduating right now, right? Yes. So you have heard from your friends, value investing, like how to pick stocks and uh, how to hold, when to hold, when not to hold and stuff like that. That's usually how uh, someone would get started in investing. Investing, right? Read a couple of books, yep. Exactly. So I did uh, investing for a while, for a, for a, a year or two. Mm-hmm. After that, then I get into a bit of options. Mm-hmm. And then I started to look at Forex as, uh, short, as short-term trading, actually. Mm. So that's how my journey actually started. But from that point onwards, it was a lot of trial and errors. I made a lot, a lot of losses at the initial stage. And uh, there was one year where it starts to break even. Then I was telling myself, oh, I, I'm not seeing the losses now. I'm like, okay, maybe that's a turning point. And then, then I start to see small profits coming in. And then, yeah, so that's, that's how the story goes. It, it takes time. Yeah. It does, huh? Mm. This uh, from Head of Education. So, and, and you're here, you know, sharing your nuggets of knowledge gleaned over the years. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure if there was a shortcut that we could all use in three months, you would have told us, but there exactly. isn't. It's discipline and, and I suppose it's about reining yourself in as well when you're so excited. Exactly. So I would say that the three techniques, right, that you, are, that you have heard from uh, Money FM's uh, three uh, sessions here, yeah, yeah. from the show itself. So that will actually get you started and you might even see some initial success. So I want you guys to actually build on that. But uh, back to that which I mentioned in the first show, mm. whatever it is, right, you have to get started before you can make a foray into it. So in life, it is all about being present. So if you want to get into a second career or you want to just make a second stream of income, you have to get started. So that's step one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got to get moving. Exactly, exactly. Got to get moving. So, Can you tell us how we would apply it? So now you know people are looking, and it's Wuhan, and people are worried, and people want to know: Should I take my money off the table? Should I put my money on the table? How do I? What, how can we practice with our trend lines in a time like this? All right, sure. So. 
in a, in a procedural form, go back to your podcast one, listen to how you actually draw the trend lines in, right? Right now in, in the markets, look across different asset classes. There are a lot of different instruments that are breaking trend lines right now. Right? So you, you might be looking at stock indices, you might be looking at commodities, you might be looking at some forex pairs, you might be looking at individual stocks. Uh, whatever it is, look through at least around about 10 to 15 different instruments. All right? I don't want you guys to just to stick on to just like your favorite three or four. Don't fall in love with uh, what you're trading. Move on and look through which ones has broken their trend lines and start to form your trading strategies around around those using the three techniques that you have learned. And as they are breaking or if they have already broken, start to get into some small trades on a demo account first. Mm. All right? And then once you get the skill of it, if you feel that, okay, after about a month or two, you feel that, okay, I think now I'm ready, get into a small live account. Yep. Use your trend lines on exactly. your demo account and get started today. Exactly. Get started today. I think there's no other great opportunities like what you're actually seeing right now. Yeah, so, because people want to know where are the opportunities. Exactly. So go out there and, and practice. Go out there and practice. Uh, I, I, I don't want to specifically name one instrument and everyone just get into that. Mm. I want you guys to really find what you like. So mm-hmm. pick 15, 10 to 15 different instruments across different asset classes mm-hmm. and try to identify the start of a new trend. Because isn't it true in times like this, people don't, want, don't even want to go out because they're frightened. So they don't want to spend retail spending is down. Um, but there are opportunities. Exactly. So you can spend more time with your monitor, with your screens, right? <laughs> so even if you need to open a demo account, yes, the opening of the demo account demo can account. be done over the festive season. If let's say like tomorrow, right, after visiting with your relatives, you find that, wow, okay, it's so boring. Mm. You might just want to take up your phone, just go to like your, the, the IG website, right? So it's IG.com. Mm-hmm. You go there, open a demo account, and then instantly you can just try to trade oh, you don't need on to, the market. To, That's it. You don't need to put in some forms that a live person Yeah, you has don't need to. to. So oh, okay. for a demo account, you can just get it going and then, and then you can just try to see where are the markets presenting a new trend. Yeah. And test w- your theories out. Exactly. While your relatives are having some Pakwa. very mundane talks or having some pakwa, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, such a gem uh, to have you in the studio and to hear from your wisdom and and and, and your your great advice for us and your wonderful strategies. So mm-hmm. I I thank you, Terence, for being our very special guest for the last three episodes, and we hope to hear more from you. Terence Sun is head of education and business development at IG Asia, uh, speaking in his personal capacity here. Terence, happy Chinese New Year. All right, happy Chinese New Year. And um, here's wishing all the listeners uh, uh, of Fak Chai. And I uh, hope you guys can actually make a lot of profits um, in the coming New Year. Oh, right. that's a lovely wish. Thank Before you. acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.